0: Then <laughs> <laughs> you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights of the '80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. If you told someone to fuck off, still
1: jerk off after they're (laughs) thirty.
0: It's like a fine wine, man. Is
1: it just much harder?
0: Yeah, it it takes like I have to set the mood a lot more. Do you need like a crank? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I just hook up hook up the uh, the electrodes. You gotta like and send it (laughs) like a shock.
1: You gotta give your um, your taint a few slaps. Yeah, enjoy it for before, the, enjoy <laughs> the next uh,
0: eighteen months of your life, Max. Because yeah. after that, it's never the same.
1: You gotta pull a cord out of your <laughs> butt like a chainsaw. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to ask that. It's supposed to be natural.
0: It was natural.
1: It wasn't natural. It was just. It be- was natural. Then you fucked it up.
0: Well, I wanted to make sure we were actually recording that gold. Ah! Max is real hungover. <laughs> Ugh. So you went to uh, Oreo last night, yeah, and uh, you you woke up realizing you have a, an alcohol problem. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I think the way I'm framing it in my head is I had like one of the best experiences of my entire life, and also one of the worst times I've ever had. Like it was, <laughs> it was just like an objectively perfect. Perfect. Meal, okay, perfect. If meal, not right. perfect, like flawless, really, really good. In yeah. in a lot of ways, I didn't even know things could be good, mm-hmm. and I was just I got so wasted that it ruined it for me. Well, I threw it, up twice.
0: Only well, only twice. That could have been worse. Throwing up twice at
1: a two Michelin <laughs> restaurant is fucking nuts. One per star. One per star. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it that way; it's not that bad. Oh. <laughs> So embarrassed. So, y- you drank a lot. Yeah. Like, how much did you have? So, before, before the restaurant, I stole a bottle of rose from work? No, from Whole Foods. <sighs> All right. Keep we going. got this really nice rose. And then we had like a couple glasses of that. Mm-hmm. And then when when you just walk into the host area, mm-hmm. they just make you a cocktail.
0: What, did they make you a cocktail because they delayed you by four minutes?
1: No. They, just they make everyone a cocktail. They gave us a glass of champagne because we were <laughs> delayed four minutes. Okay. That would, that happened as soon as we sat down. They poured us champagne. They're like, we apologize for uh, for the wait. It was like the shortest wait I've ever had. Right. Uh <laughs> And it was an awesome wait. It was fun. <laughs> but we apologize for this, so here's a glass of champagne. And then the meal starts with another glass of champagne. <laughs> and they're way different from each other.
0: Which one was better, the free one or the one that comes with the meal? The one that comes with the meal. Okay.
1: And then they give you, it's 16 courses, and they give you 10 drinks. And if you finish, if you drink... Um,
0: if you down the wine they give you.
1: If you it's not even if you, fi- like, we never finished the wine. Like, I would never finish the wine before a course came out. But if you drank, like, half of it, they would refill it to the top. Bef- like, because they want you to be eating at the same time sure. you're drinking. It's just so much liquor. <laughs> it's insane. Well,
0: so now you realize you should probably not drink anymore? Yeah. Like, do you think this was bottom? I think this is a bit of a rock bottom. Just because you threw up at a restaurant you were looking forward to,
1: and I just couldn't mm. enjoy it. Like there was there was a bunch of courses I couldn't finish. Had I, you thrown up from drinking before?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, but this is different. It wasn't just because you threw up. It was because it was the experience you were wanting to have It was ruined. Yeah. Yeah. So, starting today, you're going to be sober. I'm going to try. How's that going to go? I'm probably bad. That's the spirit. <laughs> Because I, I don't know if I've ever seen you sober for more than like four days.
1: I was sober for like a week. while I was getting high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to be sober. I was trying to not drink.
0: Your eyes are you're like squinty right now. Uh, are you in pain?
1: No, I'm in. I mean, my stomach kind of hurts. Is that from the eggs you just had? No, those are good. Those are amazing eggs. Are they? No, they were fucking dry. <laughs> Even with the cheese, yeah, and it's too much cheese, and they like remelted it, so it was like really hot. But the, it was just fucked up. Sorry, Max. That was okay. Yeah, that was like, probably the worst meal I ever had at that
0: diner. Oh, well, sorry. Well, I'm probably not gonna eat there again. I eat there all the time. I know. The well, only gotta eat there. They they know you. Yeah, well, and they know you at
1: Oriole, right?
0: Yeah, probably. Well, they knew you before you walked in.
1: Yeah. So, well, we walk into this <laughs> fancy restaurant, <laughs> and immediately the the you're in this freight elevator. But it's, they have like candles lit and they have like tea brewing and it's just this one dude in a suit and he won't open the door until you're ready to go in. And It's like an old school elevator and immediately walk in and they're like, uh, Mr. Friedman, uh, I saw you at Laugh Factory, right? <laughs> I was at the I was at the industry night show. You were really funny. <laughs> and then he gave us a cocktail that he made in front of us, and it's like it's like this pot of tea that's in this giant glass thing, and it's brewing over very small candles. And then they have a bottle of alcohol, and they pour it in this really weird glass for you. The fact that he recognized you, <laughs> Will's in awe that he. You know what he, he said? He's like, I remember your eyes. <laughs> I have a lot of jokes about my eyes. Yeah, too many. (laughs) Way too many. (laughs) I've been like closing on a joke about my eyes, and I don't even know. And if I go a while without talking to him, I don't know how to do it. So I do this thing where it's like, I should probably tell you guys probably noticed by the fact that I've told seven jokes about this, but I'm very insecure (laughs) about my eyes. (laughs) And like, usually that gets a laugh because it's like, What are you doing? It's like, Yeah, you won't shut up about it. Is this your only thoughts? i probably tell, like... Do you think people actually
0: pay attention to your eyes? Like, do you think if you didn't mention it, people like, what is up with this guy's
1: eyes? I don't know if they'd think eyes, but I, I think I do look sickly. Okay. Right?
0: Well, because I know, like, Scanlan will have a joke about his eyebrows, but I'm like, no one was thinking about your eyebrows. Does
1: it work? No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to... I mean, I think I look a little sickly. Like, I notice, like, if I do, like, you look like you do heroin or whatever, that gets huge pops. Yeah, sure. Like... It's the easiest way I can get a big laugh, mm-hmm. you're a big hack, <laughs> I, am, I do feel like I'm a hack. I was driving after that comedy debate show at the comedy Bar on Monday uh-huh. um Max Walter was driving me home, and he was talking to me about working at Zany's, and he's like every single person just talks about how the, what they look like. They're such hacks, and he was talking he was like talking to me like I was his like peer or whatever, sure uh. I mean, I think you have
0: to a little, but it's another thing to, like, run it over and over again. Especially if you have, like, a unique look. Like, I don't think I could not acknowledge my hair.
1: Yeah. You told me you're thinking about cutting it.
0: Yeah, I really want to. Just do it. I'm scared. (laughs) I don't know what it's going to look like. It's been, uh, like... What kind of haircut would you get? I've been thinking about that, too. Like, I would still want it to be, like, three or four inches, maybe two or three inches long. And just be, like, bushy. Why? I don't know. I just, like, I don't like the idea of having, like really short hair anymore you
1: don't have a nice haircut
0: like your length
1: my length is like coiffed though what does that mean like i comb it and shit sure would you do that i could brush it you don't brush short hair why not because you don't brushes for long hair i could uh, well okay you comb your hair yeah i have to okay what what does it look like if you don't actually i didn't comb it today yeah so what's the problem well now it's messy yeah but it looks you look like a human yeah well, I kinda of pushed it today. Like I put I put my product in and I just pushed so,
0: it. see, so do you push do you put gel in it every day? Pretty much, yeah. See I don't wanna to have to do that. Why? I just don't like the idea of putting shit in my hair in again. like because I used to I did that in high school, I used to spike my hair. <laughs> you know, remember I had this conversation? So Producer I well, I, used I dyed my hair my my hair was orange and I spiked it.
1: Oh my god. That was really cool. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's so fucking... And Jinko jeans.
0: I didn't wear Jinko jeans. I bought a pair and, like, wore them once. I'm like, this is not for me.
1: I mean, it wasn't not that much not for you.
0: Well, I was like... I flirted with it. I'm like, I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> Were you oh, into corn? I'm more of a bootcut guy. <laughs> yeah, I respect corn. I still respect corn. Why? Well, they're like, they they kind of have their own thing. New metal? Like, even if you don't like it, I
1: respect that they kind of... Forge their own path. Yeah, they were. It's Their, their uh, what do you call it? Their their peers, Limp Biscuit. No,
0: no. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, MTV put Limp Biscuit together because Corn was having success.
1: That sounds like corn propaganda.
0: No, it's from a documentary that I saw on PBS when I was a kid.
1: That was on a PBS documentary. Yeah,
0: it's about how uh, the culture industry works, how it can make things popular. And MTV so we used Nabiska as an example. They put that group together because, oh, this is a sound people like. Let's create a band that has this sound.
1: Really? I thought Fred Durst was legit.
0: Start <laughs> <laughs> to burst your bubble, man.
1: Damn. <laughs> what do you think that guy's up to now? I don't know. He's probably killing himself. I bet he's having weird sex. Just the weirdest sex with
0: like twenty-four year olds
1: who like you were famous. He has to wear like a clown nose and a diaper. And I don't know about that. Come on, he's just weird. He wants people to like (laughs) throw feathers on him or something.
0: You mean like really cool sex? No, I mean
1: weird sex.
0: I hear you, Max. (sighs) (laughs) So you thinking about quitting stand
1: up again? I'm not thinking about quitting stand up, but I don't feel like doing. I need. I think I need to get sober. Do you think that'll change everything? I don't know.
0: Did you always, like, have you, how long have you been using substances of some kind?
1: I think it's slowly been building for, like, ten years. Like, you were doing this in college? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There was, well, there were periods in college where I wasn't really, when I was, like, really intense in school, I wouldn't really, yeah, I guess I didn't really drink or smoke then. I smoked a lot of cigarettes. But I was never, at the time, I couldn't even really tolerate beer.
0: What changed?
1: Graduating. <laughs> <laughs> Made you tolerate beer? Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I was always... I always had a hard time. I remember being, like, a sophomore in college and trying to get drunk on beer and being like, this is hard. Like, this is a lot to stomach.
0: I mean, shitty beer sucks.
1: Yeah. But even even if you got, like... I get, like, Sierra Nevadas or something. Sure. And be like, this is a good beer. And I I like the idea of being into beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just didn't really enjoy it. It wasn't until... But it wasn't until like the last like two, three years that I really got into it. Now I, now I enjoy beer.
0: Yeah. Good beer is really good.
1: Yeah. I love like IPAs. <laughs> I didn't like IPAs for a long time.
0: I'm still not a fan. I don't like super hoppy beers.
1: I, I was always like, I always thought it was incredible bullshit that they were popular. And now I, and I would drink like stouts and lagers and mm-hmm. shit. And now like it's hard for me to drink stouts. Why? They're just too, they're too heavy. They're too like, um, I don't know, big and thick and oh yeah, they're like a meal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want IPAs. Feel like this light, refreshing thing. Fair enough. I've gotten more into like bitterness in general. I think. Is this
0: hard to talk about now that you're sober?
1: It's just you know remembering my glory days. Yeah, <laughs> last night. Last night. <laughs> God, I get so fucking drunk. It was like that was one of the top three most fucked up I've ever been, and it was at arguably the nicest restaurant I've ever been to.
0: Well, had, to happen, had to happen somewhere, Max. Oh, so real, are, I had a rock bottom last night, producer. Well, yeah, that's what he thinks. So and you also I think I did. You also said you're not sure if you're going to like keep going with the whole nice restaurant thing. I'm at least taking a break because you feel like you have to be fucked up if you're going to go to one. Like you should
1: be high. I mean, I think I could do it, not high. That the issue more is just like price at this point. Like, I feel like I need to, I need to prove to myself that I will save back the money that I spent on this place, even though I'm still fine with money. Well, yeah, because every
0: time I've talked to you in the last couple of weeks, you're like not at all worried about money anymore.
1: No, I'm not. I make a lot of money. I'm making more money than I ever have.
0: So you could like your whole thing was like I can go to one of these places every week.
1: I could for a while. Yeah. If I budgeted, I probably just could.
0: Yeah. Like we could go to Smith tonight, Max.
1: Yeah, we could. Well, we probably couldn't get in, but <laughs> we could maybe get into Acadia. Is Acadia not cool? It's not as cool. As Smith. Acadia's been around mm-hmm. for a while. Got it. What do you what are you pulling out of your bag? My iPad, because I don't have a phone. I left my phone in my friend's car. I <sighs> okay. also still have your mail. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. What a weird <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Does this place have Wi Fi?
0: Well, producer Will, does this place have Wi-Fi?
1: Yes, doesn't but I don't know the password.
0: Will doesn't know the password. All right, all right. What were you going to look up? You were going to look up uh Openings in Acadia. Of Acadia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't drink, it's cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good way to live your life. <laughs> if you don't drink, it definitely is
1: cheaper. Uh, part of me wants to just get, like, pasta or fried chicken or something.
0: something. Are we going to Nana's Organic? I could. Have it you ever been? To be
1: good? You ever been there, Will? Is it good? Is it good?
0: Uh, is good? I, you can't trust Will. That
1: probably means it is good.
0: Will doesn't like anything good. Will, yeah. what's your favorite restaurant? The Chinese place over here.
1: Min's. Min's. That's your favorite, and you've been there once. No. Twice. <laughs> I eat there all the time. Okay. Oh, But you order from there. Yeah.
0: I've never eaten
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Will
0: just said he never eats in at a rest, never eats in at that restaurant at least and Max finds that funny cuz he thinks only eating is the way you should you should do dining. I just love eating it. Yeah, he never Max never gets delivery or carry
1: out. Yeah. Like ever. I'm the
0: opposite. Yeah, I'm usually the opposite too, but w- to Max it's like the experience of being served
1: you know what's crazy about this place I went last night is at the end of the meal, they, they give you a box, and there's like, uh, we want you to put this in your refrigerator and have it in the morning. And it's like caramel pecan pie, and it's like the best caramel pecan pie. I they tell you morning. to put it in your fridge? Yeah, they, they tell you to refrigerate it. They don't say
0: just have it so when you get home?
1: No, they say have it in the morning, refrigerate that, it. That's crazy. That's awesome. And it's really good. Co- it, yeah, it was like, it blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe this is occurring. Or like the sake glass thing. Mm-hmm. They were they like, when they have the sake course, they give you a, this tray and it's got like nine sake glasses that all look totally different. And they say, pick the one you want to drink out of. It's like a, a
0: Last Crusade type thing, Indiana Jones, where he's got to pick the chalice. Yeah. It's like that. It
1: felt, it felt insane. Seems awesome. It was like, a, who's the guy who did Edward Scissorhands? Hands? Tim Burton. It was very like the best of Tim Burton.
0: Okay. Well, it's too bad your alcoholism ruined the experience.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: So, we were talking like am I am I your sponsor now? I don't know. Like I'm if, probably
1: gonna need you to be my like sober buddy.
0: Uh, uh, so like when you're feeling weak, are you gonna like just hit me up and be like? I'll probably just drink. <laughs> well, <that's>, uh, <laughs> that'll solve the problem. <laughs>
1: I'm an alcoholic.
0: Yeah, you just told me that your grandfather died of alcoholism. Yeah. Like and you don't think that this is a thing? No, I do think it's a thing. Well, it's good that you're taking it seriously now that our meal was ruined. Come on This is a very expensive meal Yeah, but that's your wake up call
1: I wanted this nice food and I ruined it Listen, I understand why that sounds silly I don't think it is But I get why you think that I I
0: agree it's not silly But when you put it in those terms It's fucking ridiculous
1: Yeah, well I think that's not a problem with me That's a problem with society You're right. Your problems are their problems.
0: Well, just the idea that it's silly
1: that a meal would... A really great meal, I think it was a special thing. Well, it would have been.
0: Oh, fuck you, (laughs) Fuck
1: you. Well, I felt less... uh, I feel
0: less bad for you that you told me it might be better than schwa.
1: You feel less bad for me? Well, it's like, ah, well, fuck you for having a better meal than that. Oh, because you would have been jealous if I really enjoyed it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a new thing I'm learning about you. What? Is that... You're competitive about everything.
0: Oh yeah, I gotta be the best man.
1: <laughs> and when you're not, it bugs you.
0: Well, I, well, I'm not the best at anything, so I'm bugged a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you're never just like, oh, I'm just another guy. No, I gotta be special. Who does it I my gotta way. be special, Max. It's not. It's not special that you're. You, it's not special is the wrong word because special could imply not the best.
0: Mm, in my okay, in my definition, special means other level.
1: Like schwa is mm. special. Sure, and other level, but it's definitely not the best.
0: Mm, well, to me, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you could make an argument that the food is the best, but the whole thing is not the best. So
0: that's what I was asking. Like, I understand though, there's a much uh, more enriching or enriched uh, dining experience that yeah. Schwab didn't care about, but I appreciated that. It the was just, like, it was just, did. it was just like here's the for food. sure.
1: And honestly, I think the food was they were they were neck and neck.
0: In terms of how good the food was,
1: yeah, I would say that I mean schwa was hard to eat, yeah, this was not hard to eat. This was very easy to
0: eat. We mean hard to eat like with the utensils off the plate.
1: It was literally hard to yeah. get the things off of the plate mm-hmm. to your mouth, yeah, it was very challenging at this place, it was like streamlined. it was like eat like it was as easy as could be, sure. everything was like as easy as eating an oyster
0: well, I was more taken aback. When you said you might no longer go to nice restaurants than I was when you said you had a drinking problem. Because I already knew about the drinking problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably still go to nice restaurants.
0: Yeah, I know. You'll wake up tomorrow and be like, what am I doing?
1: But part of me thinks that I should at least take a break.
0: I mean, you don't need to go to one every week, although it hasn't been every week. It was like, yeah. what, three weeks ago we went to Schwa? Yeah. Something like that. Two or three. So. <sighs> but we were going to go to Smith tonight, and you just totally bailed on that.
1: That would have been insane.
0: I know. Two, two, two star restaurants in one week. That's that's some that's some uh, like foodie from shit stuff from yeah. the doc. Yeah, we just watched Foodies on Netflix. We both watched it twice, once independently, once together. <laughs> 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 well, well, he's making a crazy face. Well, Max watched it and then we hung out the other night. Uh got drinks, got high. And then we put it on the background and had a conversation. And then I was like half, half watching and half talking to Max about his uh, feminist views. And <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> and then last night, um, I'm just like, I'm not going to go to sleep yet. And then I'm like, oh, right, I'm going to watch that because it's interesting.
1: But it's, it's this documentary that's about these people, these very wealthy people. Well, they, they range in terms of wealth, but they all have – they're all – Wealth. have a, cl- a really good amount of and money, and a number of them are the ultra wealthy, like mm-hmm. one like point zero one percent types. And what they do is like, they're going to like one or two, two or three Michelin star restaurant like almost a day.
0: Or they'll make st- at least they'll make special trips to do that for like a month. All I'm doing is going to restaurants like two well, two a day.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they're
0: spending like a thousand bucks a day ish.
1: And they're drinking like, as much like, the best, most expensive wine, and they're, they're spending an insane amount of money. And then they, they all write about it, and they, they, they're cunts.
0: Yeah, they're all bloggers. They're all the, like, the special class of people who go to nice restaurants and review them on their own websites, and they kind of get special treatment from some of the restaurants.
1: Because they have so much clout yeah. that the <clears throat> chefs start to take special care of them, but they're assholes to the chefs.
0: Yeah, they'll tell them what they're doing wrong with this dish and shit like that.
1: Yeah, or like there's this one like famous chef and this, this dude who like ran the record label Run DMC was on. He's like, he wrote that this one guy's like sardine foie gras, course, was the worst dish in the history of cooking. And it like really hurt the chef. Yeah, you could tell because they talk about <laughs> he it. Was va- and they're, they're sort of friends, but the chef like hates him.
0: I think they're frenemies.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a weird relationship.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that guy at all. I didn't like any of the diners.
1: Yeah, they were all really lame. It made me feel bad about myself. Well, because you could easily. I'm basically a guys. low level one of those. Yes, yeah, exactly. If sh- I had more money, I would go all in.
0: You're a landlocked Chicago-based foodie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, what happened? That was a lot of the feeling I had today. I was like, what? How did I become this weird fucking person? You
0: did you never think you were weird before this morning?
1: No, I did, but it was just like it just <clears> like put it all into perspective it's like what i'm like a fucking alcoholic dude who's a waiter and i do comedy and like basically an amateur level and i
0: pro (laughs) amateur
1: and i like like eating out at the best restaurants in the world but i like get fucked up for it and yesterday i made a scene it's just like and I like hook up with like random people sometimes. and I never really like them, and it's just like I'm just like a weird fucking dude. You
0: sound like most people. Well, not most people. Most people we know. Really? You sound like a variant of other comics who don't have their life together. No, com- oh, I've been thinking about this. Uh, like I'm from an, like an upper middle class background. Yeah. And very few other comics are. Most comics are like fuck ups. Uh huh. And I'm like, man, how much did I fuck up my life that this is how I spend it? But most people like they can't keep their shit together. They can barely hold on a regular job. Most most comics don't have a regular job. They're just kinda like, Oh, this is the thing I'm gonna do now because I couldn't figure out how to be a real person.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. I heard this this new comic Zach Lampkin, he had this status where he was like he's already beca- he's been doing Santa for like a few months. So he's already become very, very jaded. Um mm-hmm. and he, he had this status about like, like, man, I hate being in an office, but like I guess I'll just be a road comic. It's like you can't you can't just do that. Well, I, mean, I mean, you could, but... Brendan Gay did that. You're right. You can just do that, but he's <laughs> not... I know that Zach is not going to. Sure. I can just smell it on him. Like, if I'm not doing it, he's not doing it. Mm-hmm. And it, you probably don't want it as much as you think you do. Yeah. I think that's something that's not talked about a lot.
0: Where people don't really want to be doing this? To be
1: a low-end... I think people like... I think when people have those weeks where it's like, man, I'm doing like six indie shows this week, it's really fun. Like I'm like those periods can feel fun and like desirable, but I don't think there's a lot of people that want to be a low-end working comic. I don't think that's a fun lifestyle.
0: Do you think there are a lot of people who actually want to be like a high-end working comic? Someone like, I a, think, like a touring act that like those crowds.
1: I think I think for both potentials, there's a lot of people who want that, but I think that if you got that you probably wouldn't value it as much as you think.
0: Oh, of course, and I think most uh, poignantly, most people wouldn't want to do the work it takes to get to that level because right. you have to be a low level guy first, and who wants to fucking do that?
1: Right. And I think even when you, once you're at that level, it's not that appealing.
0: No, there's always going to be well, what 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 did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what have I built? <laughs> Damn. So you should probably just kill yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm thinking about
1: doing that. I'm, I'm yeah, that's coming up more with you lately, Joe.
0: Yeah, sure is, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Producer Will's giving the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, it's,
1: it's really coming out a lot. Yeah. So you're gonna do it?
0: I don't know. Do you dare me? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I. I want to think I won't. I've thought about it for like most of my life, probably 20 years. As like a casual. But the the passing
1: vast by. majority of times I've heard you talk about it have been the last like month or two.
0: Well, there's been a lot of, uh, I haven't really been doing anything yeah. and trying to get myself up off the mat to do something with my life. And it's just not, it doesn't work for more than like a week or so at a time. And so it feels like, oh, fuck, I'm one of those people who can't make anything work. And I'm worried I'm just going to be my mom who could never do that either. Like she just, her life was spent at home sitting in front of the TV in the kitchen. And most of my life is spent sitting at home in front of my computer. It's like, it's the same fucking thing, even though we're watching different things. It's the exact same thing I'm doing, and I don't know how to not do it. Huh? So I get really worried about that. What's they, really weird? What's really weird is this is the way Becky's gonna hear about it. <laughs>
1: oh, she doesn't know about all this.
0: I mean, I I've, I've talked to her about it a little, uh, <laughs> but like I don't want to burden her with this, and it's like it's this weird. Like she can't relate to it because she's she's a real person. Yeah, and like she doesn't get fucking weirded out about this shit the way I do and she's a real job so I pretty much just talked to Santiago and you about it or a couple other friends like hi- college ah! friends
1: it's like you're, you're kind of like a person that like if someone like if I was admitted to a psychiatric ward and someone was like Max there is no Joe Noodleman <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just—he's.
1: I'm like, no, no. He he went to see Santiago, and he's like, no, no, no. There is no. Do you know anyone else who's seen Santiago? <laughs> no, but it's Santiago. He's like my my helpful Spanish man. He sits under a skylight. It's Santiago. And he he wears all... turquoise socks. Of course he's real. And they just
0: realized you're alone in a room in a I straight jacket. To him. And
1: they're like, "Well, was there anyone else in the room?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Well, how do you get in there?" It's like, "Well, I turned on a light switch." Be <laughs> 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 like, "Whoa." It's like
0: you're in waking life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could be your Harvey the rabbit.
1: Or like, have you seen mm. a beautiful mind? <laughs> uh half of it i love that movie uh, but his like his british friend <laughs> i don't remember his british friend du- is not real
0: the girl i dated who became a stripper i dated her for like two <laughs> weeks uh we had sex to that movie once and then i'm like i don't even want to watch the rest of this you Had sex to that
1: movie uh, she just liked that movie and we
0: were, were i was in her dorm room this is uh sophomore year
1: oh she's got good taste she became a stripper she was she real hot
0: uh, kind of. She, her story was real fucked up. Like, she went to college, like that was the first week of college. But she went down there like a month early, and I was already the seventh guy she hooked up with. Max Holy just did, was shit. V- visually taken aback. Damn. And, and then we broke up. Then we stopped seeing each other because she hooked up with a friend of mine. And I'm like, that's just fucking weird. And then. She kept trying to like come back and hook up with me every couple of months, and like three months later, her number was up to like sixty-seven. Holy shit! And she was she was juggling seven dudes at once who were all friends, and they all dumped her in the same week. Like her story was fucked up. That she tried heroin. Something was wrong. She had tried. She's the reason I couldn't give blood because she uh, she had tried heroin. And you fucked. Yeah, and on the que- we used to give blood like every semester, and I'd go and number like twenty three on the questionnaire is like, have you recently, have you in the last six months had sex with someone who's used intravenous drugs? And I just walk like, guys can't give blood twenty three, bye. And my, my friends are like, what? <laughs> so then, that's uh, really interesting. So then a year, two years later, uh, I was hanging out with a buddy, and we were editing a project and then playing some Warcraft. And he went to he and a couple of friends went to a strip club. And I'm like, I'm not interested in going to that. And he came back a couple hours later laughing his ass off because apparently they were at the strip club and they're talking to the stripper and yeah. they tell her that, oh, we're in the film program. And she, and she without even missing a beat, just, like, oh, do you know Joe Noodleman? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I was just playing Warcraft with him. She's like, well, tell it, you know, tell him Cat says hi.
1: Oh, and it was Cat? Yeah. Damn, that's a trashy name, Joe.
0: I know, man. I should have known.
1: Cat. Yeah.
0: Cat, that's... But yeah, she's who I watched the first half of A Beautiful Mind with.
1: <laughs> it's a very good movie. Is it? It's probably a top 10 or top 20 for me. Really? You're Ron I love. Ho-
0: you're a Ron Howard guy?
1: I don't know, but I love that movie. <laughs> All right,
0: maybe you're not as sophisticated as I thought you were.
1: Well, it's about really smart people, so <laughs> I don't really think you thought that sentence through before you said it. I think
0: you're an idiot, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a dumb person's so idea of a that, like, smart MIT, person movie. I think yeah. so, <laughs> Which is Princeton? <laughs> Just because it's about smart people doesn't make it an intelligent film.
1: Um, then explain Frasier.
0: <laughs> Witty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Frasier is so <laughs> bad.
0: It's it's it's, it's fu- awful. It's a sitcom.
1: It's a bad sitcom.
0: I don't know if I'd go that far. What's a good sitcom? Ugh. Would do it? Would like The Simpsons be a sitcom? Is
1: it? I mean, at least it kind of was. Not what we think of when we say sitcom. No, but it was built on that structure. I think of like sing, like multicam. Sure. Like set. Like it has to be
0: live action. Like a like a animation could not be a sitcom.
1: I guess why not? Sure. I think you just call them a comedy though. <laughs> like sitcom, I don't think the. I think it. It's a word that has taken on its own meaning. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Uh, like situational comedy, of course, The Simpsons could fit into that, sure. but that's not how we, what we mean when we say it.
0: I had a conversation with Cody Melcher like four years ago, where he told me that Frasier was revelatory for him.
1: God, that's the lamest and most him thing. Yeah, that you could. At first, I first, I'm like that. It is, re- it is very similar to his comedy. Sure, like, like just talk about.
0: How smart you are!
1: Yeah, like don't don't say anything smart. Just say that you are smart. Mm-hmm. Just 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 reference the idea of your own intellect of, of your own intellect, or like some or the Spanish Inquisition, mm-hmm. or something like that. You don't need to derive any insight. You just need to mention that I'm someone who's interested in astrophysics, but that's just me for sure. I love tea.
0: I like tea too, actually.
1: Yeah, I like tea too, but. <laughs> you know <laughs> I saw there's so god I'm such a fucking bitch for food but uh, yeah, I, saw, so I, was, I was reading sometimes. about Oriole and how they got two stars and he's like what does that mean to you and he's like well I go to Atera in New York which is another two-star restaurant and he's like then they make me feel like I'm what I'm doing is shit so I looked up Atera Who says that? Uh the chef from Oriole.
0: You like saw an interview with him yeah. or something? Okay.
1: <clears throat> so I looked up Atera And they have, one of their pairing options, they have a tea pairing. Sounds quaint. It's like $110. For tea? Yeah. What? Because I think it's like crazy high-end Asian tea.
0: I mean, that sounds like something I'd be really interested in, but wondering where the, how the fuck is this worth that much money?
1: Uh, Have you ever seen? Because
0: your wine flight was $117. Yeah. How is alcohol even comparable to tea?
1: Because like aged pu'er tea is its own thing. Okay. It's like wine in China. All right, I can see that in like Hong Kong people just like they'll go out and they'll just drink tea and then they'll walk around the city all buzzed and apparently it's like and if you see if you see them making it the uh-huh. way they make it it's you're like oh there's something here that I don't know because it's like they make it um, they make just one small glass of it at a time and you need to drink it in a very short period of time mm-hmm. uh, and I guess it's I mean I don't know I assume there's something there so you want to go and try it Want to go right now? I did have the idea That like I need a I mean I've sort of Slowed down on this line of thinking But mm-hmm. uh, I was like I need to go to New York Again with my dad And Go we'll to some nice and, places Yeah
0: Well As long as he's paying for it
1: I would split it with him if Does he, he pay was... for
0: those When you go to nice restaurants?
1: Yeah but we never go to That nicer restaurant We go to very nice But not like
0: What's the nicest one You've ever been to with him?
1: Well
0: Did you go to one New York With him?
1: Yeah, I've been to a number once in New York. Like, I went to, the last time we went to New York, we went to this place, Moreo, which is a, it's like, it's one of the places that Korean chick on the movie went to. Mm-hmm. It's a two Michelin star Italian restaurant. It's really, really nice, but it's not, it's not, it's more casual than a lot of places like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. not pre fix It's pre-sfix, but it's like four courses and you choose. I feel like I would only want pre fix if I go to these things. Like, me I, too. I,
0: I want the chef to tell me what's good here.
1: Me too. Yeah. And th- th- this place, the way it worked was, it was almost like a traditional Italian restaurant where there'd be like like antipasto, like that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's four of those, and you pick like pasta, then like entree. Uh, and it was it was great, but it, wa- it was like I want I want if I go to a place like this. Yeah. I want I want a multi course thing. I want this like I want someone to like show me their whole life in like mm-hmm. fifteen courses. Tell me a story. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's fun. Uh, I don't just want a really nice piece of fish for sure. Although I like fish.
0: Yeah, I'm supposed to go to the Capital Grill on Sunday. I'm not looking forward to it at all.
1: Yeah, it's just like it's one of those. I mean, I guess people are just different. But I just, I just can't
0: because I keep trying to imagine like telling my dad like, why don't for my birthday, why don't we go to like one of these other places?" And I'm like, one, he'll balk at the price alone. And my dad could afford it, but he's like, he'd be like two hundred dollars a person. Fucking no. <sighs> like whereas at like some place like Capital Grill ended up being like probably seventy a person, maybe eighty, depending on what we get. Yeah. But it's just, one, just that price difference, and two, I've never seen my dad eat something like that or even express remote interest in something like that. And my dad's a guy who, like, his taste is not good. Yeah. I mean, I've told you, like, he, his favorite show for a long time was Two and a Half Men. He thought it was legitimately the best comedy on television, which made me upset as a comedian.
1: I think you would have a better mm-hmm. shot at him enjoying schwa than Oriole.
0: Uh, my dad would hate the music. I imagine my dad there, and I think he would ask them to turn the music down. <laughs> I think
1: he absolutely would. A dude asked me to turn the music down at Summer House the other day. And there was, Summerhouse is big, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in the restaurant, and the manager did. Like, a lot? A lot, yeah.
0: Like, turn the music down a bunch.
1: Yeah. That's weird. I was kind of surprised.
0: I would turn it down a tiny bit. Yeah. Like, just a nominal amount to, like, appease him.
1: It was, he, I would say he cut it a good, it was like, and then he thanked me profusely. There's only tip.
0: one restaurant where we did ask, and it's because they were, was, we were the only people in the restaurant, and they were blaring it, like I could barely hear across the table.
1: I've done it before. And they said no. They said no?
0: Yeah, I'm like, what the, it was, what restaurant was it? it was, uh, Tango, sir. Do you I've
1: know another place?
0: That. It's a Brazilian, I think it's Brazilian, it's steak, uh, right next to Music Box. Huh. We went there for lunch for my birthday a couple years ago because I'm like, oh, I like this. Like I've heard good things about this place, and it's yeah. small. I like that kind of thing. And we finished, and we were talking for like half an hour, and they just cranked the music way up. Like clearly, like you want us to leave. But it was like well, you're still open. Like I don't understand. Was Were you there late? No, we were. it was lunch. Oh. We were. It was like 3 o'clock or whatever at that point because we were talking for a while. But like they didn't need the table. Yeah. I didn't understand what was happening. It was really obnoxious. But that's the only time I've ever asked people to turn the music down.
1: <coughs> I wonder what music they play in Alinea
0: Do they play music? They must, right? They played
1: it, They played like I love the music what at they, so, Yeah, What did they play? It was like Was it like a dope playlist? It was like cool rock music okay. Like you'd be eating like a Fargo course And you'd just hear like a harmonica solo But it'd be like tight
0: So was it like contemporary rock?
1: I guess Okay I don't remember that well It was really fucked up Good for you <laughs> What was the scene that you made? We'll just ask
0: what the scene Max made was
1: I didn't – I was – so it's, like, a fine dining restaurant. Like, everyone there is wearing suits. Um, you you have, like, six people attending to you. Like, you, the, the, the kitchen is in the same room as you. It's lit exactly the same way, and there's five people working in silence really fast. And it's fucking fancy. And I got visibly wasted. I wasn't able to keep drinking wine. So at one point, there was three glasses of wine on my table that I just hadn't finished. And – um, then I went to the bathroom, uh, and I came back and the guy I was with was like, you can just take these away from me. He's not going to be able to finish it. And then they brought me another one. I was like, I, I can't have any more. Right. And then I assume anytime you went to the bathroom at this place, there's a guy standing outside the bathroom in a suit who clean goes in first, cleans the bathroom. Oh, and then opens the door for you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that that guy, I threw up like crazy twice and they cleaned the bathroom after every use. So I think that this dude in, like, a really nice suit had to clean up after my vomit twice.
0: It's really too bad you made such a bad impression on the fan.
1: <laughs> well, that guy was the host. He stayed in the freight elevator all day.
0: Yeah, but he probably
1: heard about it later. I bet he did, yeah. Yep.
0: So I don't, I don't know if I would classify that as a scene, but you certainly didn't leave a good
1: impression. It, it was... I was a hair away from a real scene. But like, like I could have, there was one. The second time I threw up, I had to like kind of rush to the bathroom. But I mean, you weren't being like belligerent. No, I was being very quiet, and I stopped kind of like responding to the servers. Okay. Um, That's not causing a scene. Just... I didn't. I didn't, scene. Yeah. I didn't cause a scene. I didn't cause a scene. But I was not at all – I found my behavior to be – I mean, it wasn't really behavior, my, like, state, to be very disrespectful to something that I had, like – I have, like, utmost respect respect for this place in every regard of um, – j- just a- as much as I can have for human achievement – well, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is how I felt about this place. And I just, I literally threw up all over it. Well, one of the steps is to make amends
0: with people you've wronged. Have you thought about calling Oriole and telling them <laughs> it, that you feel bad about the experience?
1: I did because my, my DJ friend, Sean Duck, is uh, he's doing 12 Step right now. And I thought about oh, really? like, Yeah. Okay. And he's like going to finish it. He's doing it just for weed. But, um, okay. Yeah. But he, um,. He he's doing, it and he told me about all the apologies he had to make. And I thought about maybe maybe I should try to do a twelve-step thing. And I was like, I don't want to do apologies.
0: Who would you have to apologize to? <laughs> well, me. For what? <laughs> well, every time you show up to the show drunk. You love that. <laughs> uh, you got you I think you got some more steps to go I through I is it you,
1: producer Will, for what? You said I looked ugly earlier today. No, I didn't. Will's complaining. I said you looked, like looked like ugly. Robert Smith, the rock star. Yeah, that's fucking cool <laughs> So you look like, like you, This is a sensitive bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not Max talking That's the alcohol I did not t- say he was ugly I said, I said you, you look extra Robert Smith today That's what I said
0: Who's Robert Smith?
1: The lead singer from The Cure Oh, okay That's cool Yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> That was like a cool thing To say to someone <laughs> oh. You
0: have to apologize For being nice to Will <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> Um, I'd have to do it I don't know Who would I have to do it to? I don't fucking know I just don't want to do it
0: Well of course That's kind of the point I mean
1: Sh- Sean went really deep with it <laughs> And it sounded awful Did
0: he apologize to you for anything?
1: No do you... And that makes me think That he didn't do anything to me Because he would Because he did everything he Yeah Because he would He would like call people He's apparently he's stolen tons of weed From people So he called all of them and stole. He he had to talk to his parents and apologize for having sex in their bath.
0: What? Yeah. In their bathtub? Yeah. Okay.
1: And they're like super Christian. He lives with them.
0: What do you okay? What do you think of that? Because I think that makes total sense, even though it's real fucking hard. Or is there a line you just don't think should be crossed at that kind of thing? How
1: old? What? How old is he? How old is he? He's like twenty two. Are you taking notes?
0: Yeah, he always takes notes, and he figures <laughs> out what the
1: title of the show is going to be. Sean Duck. DJ Sean Duck is 22 years old. <laughs> interesting. So I'm going to put an asterisk next to that for interesting, for piqued my curiosity.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, he wanted to know who was having sex in a bathtub. That's
1: what I imagine Will does in his head. That's the that's the that's his internal monologue is, hmm. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> 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 it's just a series of groans. It mm, doesn't actually have words. Mm. <laughs> interesting.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 you're, you're making him sound fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's so thin. I know. He's so thin. Yeah, you're way thinner than Robert Smith. I think you're way thinner than most people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Robert Smith is a little fat, though. I don't know. Do you guys really not know Robert Smith? All right.
0: Sorry, man. You're 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 too cool and up to date with your references.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so you wouldn't do it with the apologies you don't like but you, you don't think you should
1: i would i can see how that would be nice. I can also see if you're like if you're like re- like a real like a heroin addict, mm-hmm. you probably like really wronged people,
0: sure, just because you've gotten to that point,
1: yeah, you like stolen from your family and stuff uh-huh I never done shit like that. I don't even really know what I'd apologize to. I'd apologize for petty things, like how I treated people.
0: Is that not relevant?
1: It is relevant, but like I think if you're, like if you're really deep in a drug and you're doing it because like you don't feel good about yourself, I think taking the weight of guilt off yourself might be necessary. So
0: you think that's adding guilt to yourself?
1: Carrying around those things, yeah. No, well, that's
0: why it's not the first step, right? It's like six or seven or something like that. I
1: hope I don't wind up in one of these programs. I hope so too, much. It's Matt. just like one of those things where it's like, you, you, you're you not like suddenly addicted to alcohol, you know? No. You kind of just realize you are, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, I guess, do I have to be one of these fucking guys? Yeah, no one wants to be
0: that uncool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it is very cool, but <laughs> big pain in the
0: ass. Yeah, but it's better than like dying like your grandfather.
1: Oh, Jesus, Joe.
0: I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, you're at great risk. It's in your blood Yeah Did you never think growing up Like when did you find out Your grandfather was an alcoholic
1: Much later in life Like when Um, I was probably late in college My mom always told me That he died of a heart attack And then I learned That it was actually Psoriasis of the liver Really Yeah
0: Do you know why She didn't tell you that
1: No Maybe she was like ashamed
0: Did it make you think Anything differently about drinking Like, I got a, I got a college buddy, he won't drink because his dad was an alcoholic, and he left. Like, he he's an alcoholic, he left them, and I think he's still alive. I can't remember, no, I think he died a few years ago. But, like, he won't drink.
1: Um, It, I think about it sometimes. It didn't really change the way I thought about it, but I do think about Like, when I'm worried about my drinking, I think, like, oh, maybe this is a thing. Maybe this is, like, a genetic thing.
0: I mean, isn't there signs that it's genetic?
1: I've... I mean, I'm, I'm not, not, I question that, but like, I'm not an expert. Yeah. And I, I'm always, I mean, I feel like l- logically where my head goes with most things is that like nurture is more powerful. Okay. Uh, but I, I could be wrong. And I still think that nature is, you know, part of it.
0: Sure. I mean, you wouldn't say that cancer doesn't follow genealogy because it, clearly it does. Yeah. So I don't know how, but this is like a mental illness, not a physical one. Right. Unless it's a physical dependency that I don't understand.
1: I mean I don't understand it at all. I I don't know, dude. But it's been building steadily for years. And I think I should probably just be a sober guy.
0: Should at least try to be one.
1: Yeah. I mean it's I I know already that I like <clears throat> not that I can't, but it's very difficult.
0: Yeah, so I'm saying you got to you got to call me when you're going through a crisis and I'll I'll talk you through it. I'll tell you uh all the cool places you should be eating. <laughs> We'll just do a total role reversal where you look to me for advice.
1: Is that how you, you think you're always looking to me for advice?
0: No, not necessarily advice, but like... Uh, I guess I give you lots of pep talks. Yeah, to make me feel better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got to be like, no, the new comics think you're funny, Joe, they said.
0: Yeah, I know. I need to hear
1: that. You need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw that happening the, like, the other day in a real like explicit way. Where we were at uh, Billy Sunday? Yeah.
0: Yeah, although it's not necessarily new comics. It's just how am I seen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's new comics or older comics. Huh. But yeah, I'm really insecure about that shit. Really insecure. Which is is only compounded by the fact I'm not really working again. Like, I'm not going out. I'm not writing.
1: Do you think it might be done? With? Like, do you see yourself getting out of it?
0: I don't know what else I would do. And we were having this conversation on the way down here. Like, yeah. Just doing it because we've been doing it.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, like I'm not <clears> – <throat> in the beginning, even the first like couple years, all I ever thought about was stand-up. Like I would go to bed thinking about my set, whatever sets I did. I would wake up thinking about bits, whether ones I already had or new ideas. Right. And now I only think about stuff when I force myself to think about it and even then it doesn't come very easily like it's i have to force it and then it's not that good if i'm forcing it like it has to kind of flow and the only way to get back to that i think is to go back to grinding again but it's not nearly the same as it was because there's much more pride attached to it now than there was in the beginning In the beginning is like i'm learning a skill now it's like i learned a skill kind of and i'm embarrassed that i have to like be at the bottom level and so it kind of keeps me from going out
1: is basically this happens to
0: everyone oh yeah i don't think it's not at all unique to me yeah but it i don't know if it's a matter of burning out or you can only just go intense for so long because we were talking about it compared to chefs like how intense are those guys all the time to do at that ultimate level
1: i mean i think a lot of chefs get out of chefs you know you know it's interesting um the the host at Oriole, the one that knew me, mm-hmm. we were talking to him a lot in the beginning and he said that almost all of the front of the house there started as back of the house. Really? It's also true of a
0: That's really true. So is that kind con- that's not that dissimilar from stand up where only a handful really quote unquote make it. Yeah. And the rest like maybe they'll become a writer or they'll work in the business somewhere and they'll do stand up a little, but not really.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of these guys loved food. But they the intensity you, you watch the cooks in there and they were I, I they're as focused as I've ever seen someone at anything. Sure. Um
0: so I don't know if I have that to be a comic that way. I don't think I do. Yeah. I'd have to change dramatically, and I don't know if people can change that dramatically, at least not behaviorally. Like you can stop doing something, but I don't know if you could start doing something like that. Yeah. Do you think you feel the kind of the same way about yourself?
1: Well, you know what I think is that the people that I look up to that are often really intense, I feel like there's almost always something really fucked up about them. Like, do you, do you, uh, have you, have you read at all about the restaurant Grace?
0: No, but you've told me about so it. So
1: it's the other three star Michelin. It just closed. Mm-hmm. The chef from it, he was the sous chef at Alinea. He worked at Charlie Trotters. He did all that shit. Um, and he's, he has his reputation for being this like, above what anyone expects a human to be in terms of like precision Mm -hmm. that he's just so like he gets up at five o'clock every single day to work out for two hours and then he's just more precision focused than anyone and And his backstory is that like he's from like a shitty um a shitty place in indiana like he's all tatted up and he has fucked up teeth but he's in perfect shape and he's really pristine. but he's kind of like a He's got, like, a Midwestern accent. Like, he's not, like, a fancy dude. Mm-hmm. But his food is crazy fancy. But he, um, he's 14, and he was working in kitchens. And then, like, he did that for a few years. And then his parents were, like, both murdered in his house. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They are both murdered. And then after that, he's like, I just kept cooking them.
0: So you think people have to be that fucked up? I don't think I I think that's mostly true Like I'm trying to think Of those just like The best comics you've met How many of them Really have it all together
1: I don't think any I don't think Exactly I don't think that There's a single person That like Like I always think about I don't know anything About Drago's dad Other than that He worked him like a dog At basketball And that he's a police officer I don't know anything else I imagine there's Some fucked up shit Yeah he's probably
0: A broken dude And he has to pour himself Like look at McMahon McMahon is so fucked up Yeah but undeniably amazing.
1: Yeah. I think and I think that's probably true of co- I think that's just true of creatives. I think the reality is that the to be really great at something the the reward and the amount of time that goes into it is not at all worth it. Like the amount you need to kill yourself is not at all worth it and the only way people achieve that is when they have like some a compulsion. Whole, yeah, when they when it's like a disease. Mm-hmm. When it's like it's a coping mechanism, it's an it's an addiction. They're basically like severe if things had worked out differently for them, they could have been like severe heroin addicts. But they yeah, just and a, lot, got of the, a lot of them are. A lot of yeah. <laughs> I, su- I think that's just my conclusion. And I so
0: what's the takeaway?
1: I'm not gonna be one of those guys.
0: So are you gonna be good to? I'm a little
1: bit that. But I mean, not. we're all,
0: like all comics. I mean, just if we're just talking about that subset, we're all fucked up in some degree. Like, who's the most normal one? Yeah, right. Like Lucas O'Neill or something.
1: Yeah, and I bet there's even stuff there. Of course, but
0: like we're all fucked up to some degree. And do you, do you think you could just be like a mid level comic and like be okay with that? If so, sort of if you don't have the if you're not fucked up enough to be a great one, I mean,
1: <sighs> I don't know.
0: Do you? Because th- you. You're like me in that you always wanted to be like amazing at something.
1: Yeah. But and I'm I'm just it's it's dying. It's dying in
0: the way you don't think it'll happen or that it's not important
1: to you. I think it started as I don't think it'll happen and then its importance started to wane.
0: I'm still in the like it's important to me but I'm like I, it's almost certainly not going to happen. Yeah. But it's it's really hard to t- it's really hard for me to adapt to that. Like I can't. That's where I'm really struggling the most.
1: Yeah, I, th- I also think there's a lot of, like, really good people that nothing happens for. Like, I was watching, um, was this is a show Mind of a Chef, right? And they, ha- it's a one season, one chef. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of different episodes, each with a different theme that's important to them. And I really like this one season with this random dude. His name's David Kent. He has this restaurant in California. It's a three Michelin star restaurant. Um, and it was like, it's an this amazing restaurant. It always was, but it was, and he trained all over the world and he'd done all this shit. And he's just like this amazing super intense dude but his restaurant was failing it was just failing for like a few years it was about to close and then the dude from La then in New York the chef there went to eat there and he's like how come no one's eating here and he's like I don't know and he's like come to New York with me I'll introduce you to people and then after that it it blew up but he he if that chance thing had not happened he would have failed and he and that doesn't mean and he was as good as he was before before He, got he was randomly found. Yeah, he just would have failed.
0: <laughs> Does it make you feel better or worse? Uh, like, would you rather be really great but kind of unappreciated or kind of successful but not very good? Like, you you realize you're not very good. I don't know which one I'd prefer. I think I'd prefer to be great and un- underappreciated, but, you, but it would be, make me really bitter. Isn't that arguably what you are now? I mean, that's how you would describe me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I describe myself that way, yeah. but I know other people have. Yeah, like when I uh, I did What Cash in December with Rachel because I'm pretty sure because she said she was doing it and she asked for me. I'm as I'm assuming what happened. Yeah, and we were talking afterwards, and she's like, "Yeah, who would you be if you weren't Chicago's most underrated comedian?"
1: Yeah, no one wants to hear that. Yeah, it's I not, mean, like fun to hear.
0: Like it's a. Like, I know she meant it in the nicest way possible. Yeah. But it's not like that feels amazing to hear. It feels like, all right, that was great to hear two years ago, and now it's like, what the fuck? Maybe I'm not sounding that good.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, this uh, this episode was very uplifting.
1: Yeah, it's probably a dour one, huh, Producer Will?
0: No, I think there were some hot moments. Thumbs
1: up. Will liked it. Will likes every episode. We got to get Will and Mike. Yeah. He doesn't want a mic.
0: All right, you want to get going?
1: All right, we're done.